This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 355 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. This tip is sponsored by Kentucky Performance Products. Visit them at kppusa.com. Howdy, Glenn the Geek, back with you from Lexington, Kentucky. Today, we have back with us Michelle Bergeron. Michelle is, runs the Right Lead Equestrian Center, and she is a trainer and a coach, and she works with one of the rare be- breeds called the Cleveland Bay. Michelle comes on here with some practical tips that we use here on Horse Tip Daily, and we appreciate her taking the time out in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, to join us. And we'll be right back with Michelle after these words from our sponsor today, Kentucky Performance Products. You know, I ask that you do support our sponsors. That helps keep this network going. So if you like listening to the tips, if you like listening to the other shows on the Horse Radio Network, please do support our sponsors. We'll be right back with Michelle. One thing horse people look for in a supplement is a safe, reliable product that will address the challenges facing their horse. The employees at Kentucky Performance Products couldn't agree more. In fact, they feed KPP supplements to their own horses. KPP employees are horse people too, and the horse that matters to you matters to them. That's why each bucket has to meet their high-quality standards. Their formulas are fixed to ensure consistency from bucket to bucket. Only the best ingredients are used, and each product is formulated based on sound research. KPP supplements deliver the results you are looking for. To choose the right KPP supplement for your horse, go to kppusa.com. Or to learn more about horse nutrition and interact with the experts at KPP, join their Facebook page by searching for Kentucky Performance Products. Hi, Michelle. Welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Hey, Glenn. Glad to be back with you. Now, I got a question for you because... Um, you know, we're getting into the holiday season here. We're in the holiday season, actually. And you live in the South, and I've always lived in the yep. North or, you know, where it's been cold and wintry and you can't do much. Right. Does, do you actually slow down much? I mean, where you are, it's pretty, you don't get real cold. So do you, and well, it we was should. last year. <laughs> we, that was kind of an exception, though, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 that was colder than, and it, it snowed twice. And you're in, we should say, you're almost in, you're almost in, uh, well, you're in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, but you're not too Mm -hmm. far. How far are you out of, uh, from the uh, Gulf? From the coast? Uh, The coast is actually, I think, about two hours from New Orleans itself, from the French Quarter. All right. And the farm is about... 45 minutes from New Orleans. So we're we're a bit inland. Well, we definitely consider that the south though and stays oh, a little yeah. warmer than we do up here, but so it do does. you do, do you slow down uh, as far as horse activities in the winter like we do or does it keep going right through? We usually keep going. Um our biggest problem is rain in the winter. Um and so you know, rain is one thing and cold is one thing, but cold rain is just miserable to ride in so we do a lot of stable management in the winter um the girls that are competing i generally make them tough it out and and we bundle up and and just get out in it um but unless it's really driving rain um we try to keep going you know we keep them keep them clipped put a rug on them we've got quarter sheets that we rarely need to use um 
but we slow down a little bit. I mean, it would not be cold to you guys, but in relation to what we get in the summer, it's really cold for us. Um, sort of like when I go up there in the summer, you guys are just dying. It's so hot, and I'm thinking this is fall weather. <laughs> so it, I think it's all relative. But, yeah, we when we really slow down, when it gets really hard is in the summer, when it gets really hot. So this is this is about the time of year when things really start to pick up. Now, are, are uh, indoors as prevalent down there? No. Okay. No. In fact, if you had an indoor, you would have a little easy-bake oven for your horses. Oh, so that's true, yeah. It, yeah, it would be more likely to see a cover, just a freespan sort of cover. Um, indoors are very rare. The ones that they have, sort of the municipal buildings, are climate-controlled, which is just unbelievably expensive. Uh, most of us just work outside. Okay. Cool. Well, I learned a little bit about the South. That wasn't your tip, but it leads into sun bleaching, doesn't it? It does. It does. See, that was and, a, that um, was my good segue there, uh, Michelle. Yeah, I thought it was that's good. Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. That's very good. I, I yeah, almost, and that is someday I'll learn how to do this. I think you're getting real close. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, this this actually does turn into a problem. You know, I have um, primarily bay horses. Um, and this sun is just brutal. Even this time of year, you know, if the wind quits blowing and the sun comes out, you can feel it baking. Um, and so we've got brown horses with black manes and tails that get a little orangey. We want to compete. We want to, you know, let our horses be outside and be natural and be healthy. Um, so we've got a, we've got a real situation here. So we don't like to keep them in. Mine are out all the time. Uh, but what we do is, you can go with an oral supplement. There are several on the market that you can give your horse, and you have to be careful if you compete because some of them will test positive in your drug testing. But they, several companies make the non-testing formulations. You can give them that. I give that to mine, certainly. Um, they also have color-enhancing shampoos out on the market. I personally have not had a lot of luck with that if you use them exclusively. Um, to the exclusion of the other um, ideas in this tip. But they're a nice thing to have, you know, to, to finish it off. What I really um, keep in the tack trunk is some spray-on sunscreen. So get off, wash them, have them dry, and then give them a squirt of, um, of special horsehair sunscreen. Um, but if I'm going somewhere, like when I go up to you guys and do demos or or uh, go to a horse show, I take the cheapest kind of hair dye you can find. And I actually had one of my um, customers cut a piece of her horse's tail off, take it to her hairdresser and say, what would work best? <laughs> okay. So he says you, you, that you have to find the cheapest hair dye. Look on the bottom shelf. And you might have to experiment with the brand that's really going to work best for your horse. Um, but usually it's the buy one get one free kind of kind of deal, and you gotta you'll this is a quite a quite a project. So you're gonna spend the afternoon spray your horse real good with fly spray because you don't want that tail to get dyed and then start swinging around. Oh geez, I didn't and, think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the first couple times some of the girls gave this a go, they came back with zebra stripes all over them, <laughs> and that was really kind of funny. Uh, now my horses let me sort of open up the trash bags, cut, a, cut them on the seams, and then I just cover their back end with 
with trash bags and tape it down with painter's tape, which comes up <laughs> real easy. And there we go and have no problem. So you, you, uh, you get your horse all duded up with your trash bags and uh, spray them with a the fly spray so everybody's going to stay still and follow the directions in your hair dye. Um, and the more you do it, the better you get at it. You know, you want to kind of blend it in at the top so it looks natural. Um, if the hair dye scares you, you can go with henna. I've done that too. Uh, where you just get a, a bottle of henna rinse and they make it specially for horses, or you could probably go to your your local hair products aisle and pick up a bottle of henna rinse. It doesn't last this long, but it looks a little more natural if you're not real practiced with putting in the dye. I think I would um, have it fact, everywhere. Think, well, you know, there are... This is not a good there's... project for horse husbands, <laughs> No, I don't think I'd... I'd ask her to just die anybody's tail. <laughs> this is not his forte. <laughs> no, I don't think we'd be mine either. Because we're kind of impatient. No. We're impatient. Yeah. We're, ADD kicks in. We got the thing. You know, it'd just be a mess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This might be something. And, and don't go if you're in a hurry. It's sort of like body clipping. If you if you try to get this done in a big hurry, it's just going to be a mess. Yep. But, um, <laughs> When you get done, I have never, ever had anybody come up to me and say, oh, my God, that horse's tail has died. But I, do you, you I guess that's practice, too. You get better at it. Um, yeah. Now, how long and does it take to, like, dry so it doesn't get everywhere? To dry? I usually leave Emma and Sprite taped up until their tail just dries. I mean, you have to – there's this whole big process. It's like dyeing people hair, which I'd never done. But you have to wash it and then condition it and then put the some sort of chemical that makes the color adhere and then you put the color and you got to wear gloves and then you put the special conditioner in afterwards and then you got to let it sit for so long. What a pain in the butt. And then once you wash it, <laughs> yeah, Literally. but it looks good when it's done. So then you wash it all out and then it just dries like regular hair. See, I was thinking about doing my beard, Michelle, but now after all that, I think I'm not going to. Well, but look how much less hair. <laughs> that's true. That's true. See? But my whole face would be black. Well, but you don't need to be fly sprayed, do you? Well, that's true. That is true. I, I probably mm -hmm. don't need to be fly sprayed. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think you could probably stand still all by yourself. <laughs> all right. That's great. So so we have uh, uh, any other sun bleaching solutions? Not so much. Okay, good. That's, that's what I do with mine, oral supplement, and you spray on your uh, sunscreen. Quick screen is the one I have. Okay. Uh, Color-enhancing shampoos, and then either the hair dye or the henna rinse. All right, sounds good. Well, and, of course, you can find Michelle at rightlead.com. She's the Right Lead Equestrian Center down there in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Michelle does sound like she's having fun down there in Louisiana. She always sounds like she's having a good time with her and all her students at Wright Lead Equestrian Center. Well, we'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. 